0: How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, I'm sitting with Ito. Hey, Ato, Ato. My bad. He told me like 10 times. Uh, who is a uh, Georgia Southern basketball player that has recently turned professional. That is rare to find, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you. yeah. So tell me a little bit of co- about how that came to be and I guess a little bit of the journey that it took to get there.
1: Yeah, so um, I was actually born in Japan. Okay. And uh, my family and I actually came to the United States when I was nine years old. Okay. It was due to my dad's job. And, then, you know, my dream was always to play Division One basketball here in the United States. And my dad always knew about that. And he had this opportunity and he asked me, you know, want to come to go to the United States and I was like yeah and then we came here and now I'm living my dream oh man
0: so so tell me about that so uh you were nine at the time but I guess like even before then you had this passion for basketball
1: yeah I did I've always wanted to be a professional basketball player that was my ultimate dream Mm -hmm. but I always knew that you know to get to that level I got to be playing against elite players. Mm-hmm. And to play against those guys, I got to go to the United States and play at the top level, which is Division One basketball.
0: That's awesome. So uh, he came to you. And this is crazy to me because mo- I think I don't think a lot of, you know, parents really think about, oh, what do the kids want to do? They're more about yeah. like, OK, well, let's kind of like try to guide them. Right. right. So they, he came to you uh, and said, hey, there's this opportunity out here. Um, you know, do should we take it? And, yeah. and you guys decided as a family unit
1: to uproot, yep.
0: like, uh, like, did you know anybody in the States at that time? No,
1: I did not. I actually didn't even know English.
0: That's know? crazy. That's yeah. crazy, crazy. So uh, you came at nine years old, and then what was that experience like? I, I guess, like, almost like a fish out of water, right? Because, like, yep. you've never really, uh, you didn't speak the language, you didn't have friends. Yep. Uh, how was that experience like? I I hated it first. You hated it. At
1: first, you know. Didn't want to
0: play basketball no more, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Because,
1: like, you know, first of all, I didn't know language. Mm. I didn't have any friends. Mm. So, yeah, like, first couple weeks, you know, I just wanted to cry every single day. Mm. Because I didn't, you know, I went to just regular public school. Mm -hmm. They didn't even put me to, like, the Japanese language school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just struggling. But, you know, there's a recess. And uh, we got to play basketball, of course, and I dominated them. Yeah. And that's how I became friends with a lot of guys. Uh-huh. So actually, the sport helped me get friends and, you know, socialize and all that.
0: That's awesome. So you were playing basketball before you came to the States?
1: Yeah, I actually uh, started playing when I was three years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Three years old. What were you doing?
0: Like, you know, doing some like dribbling or like, <laughs> I don't even know. Had I was just moves? playing with balls,
1: you know? <laughs> Because my dad was actually a coach. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, That's we would awesome. always go to gym early and just play sure. around. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool.
0: So uh, you came to the States, you know, the, the the universal language of basketball kind of like came into your life. And then what happened? So were you still being coached by your father at this time?
1: So when I came to the United States, no, he wasn't coaching me or anything. But, you know, I was on this like travel team, on a school team. You know, just trying to reach that dream or the goal, mm-hmm. which is to play Division One basketball. That's right. And um, you know, you know, you're the, you know, you're Asian. Like, we're we're not tall. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I
0: I can concur. Because like, I'm, I'm definitely not tall. Yeah. So
1: you know, when I was nine years old, like, I was still like, I wasn't dominating those guys, but I was still competing with these Americans. You know. Mm. Because I had the skills. Mm-hmm. But when I got to like 12, 13 years old, all of a sudden they get like... Super tall. S- <laughs> super tall, like six, seven, six, five, like. Okay. I'm like, where, where did that come from? Yeah. Right? And so I was really struggling, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, in high school, I pretty much gave up mm. to become a Division One basketball player. And I focused on academics, you know? Wow. Asian people. Okay, sure, right? sure. <laughs> and uh, so... Until, like, my last minute of senior year, I was just going to go to uh, this smart college, smart school for academics because I already had an academic scholarship. And then last point, they reached out to me and be like, you want to play for us?
0: So you, were you playing in high school at this point?
1: Yeah. So you were,
0: you were still playing, but it was kind of like, oh, I'm not going to really focus on basketball.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to give up, right? Yeah. Because my uh, motto or my saying is never give up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in my mind, like, it's hard. Yeah. Like, at the same time, you got to be realistic. Sure. So, yeah, I was kind of giving up at that point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what what made that change? I, I think
0: there's a great story in here because, like, you know, uh, the fact that you are Asian, the, the, the fact that you are playing in a league where, I, I would say, what percentage of people are taller than you? Like, maybe... 99% 99 percent <laughs> of people are taller than you how like how did what, what made your switch to say okay this is what i want because i think there's an important lesson to be learned here right mm-hmm. like the odds are stacked against you yep. and you've came out of the other side you've came out of this uh like this a- arena where okay well i am a professional basketball player now
1: yeah so uh you know like i said my thing is never give up right mm-hmm. and uh my high school coach actually always believed in me. He's only the—he's the only guy that actually believed in me, and he kept telling me that I can play at Division One level. Cause back then he was a Division One assistant coach, mm-hmm. and he always told me that. And you know, at the end of the day, he actually helped me get into this school. But uh, yeah, there's only there was only one guy that actually believed in me, mm-hmm. and but because I believed in him back, mm-hmm. that was only the, that was pretty much the only thing that I, you know, got me through these times i Mm -hmm. guess so i guess just don't doubt yourself Mm -hmm. don't give up Mm -hmm. because there's always someone watching you i love that i love that um well i mean you you finally made
0: it so you're at the point of like your last year of high school uh what happens at that point so are you kind of uh did you get approached by schools like what did that look like
1: yeah so uh the high school coach best friend was assistant coach here okay now he's gone now he's gone to different school but uh so yeah that my high school coach reached out to him he's like you know he's like he's he's very short Uh uh-huh but he's a great work ethic and all this stuff and then so he actually reached out to me you know like you want to come for a visit so I actually came for a visit one week talked to him talked about you know how I should how I'm gonna fit in the program and all that you know I talked about my philosophy and he loved it and couple weeks later you know i was in spanish class in high school during a class and he called me mm-hmm. and i got, got out of class middle of the class he was like i'll get we have a spot for you uh-huh and i committed right away i didn't even ask my parents yeah I committed right away how did it feel do you remember Oh, i can't i can't even explain it you know yeah i, I almost cried yeah but the words cannot just explain it you gotta be there you know yeah so, i love yeah. that I love that. So you
0: accepted the position. You came to uh, Statesboro. Was Statesboro what you expected?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina. I Told you before, but so like Charlotte's a little bit more of a city than a Statesboro. You know. Uh-huh. So and I even like back in Japan, I grew up in a city. Mm-hmm. So when I came here, I was like, what am I supposed to what? do? <laughs> Nice <laughs> what basketball. kind of back road, <laughs> bumpkin <laughs> stuff is this, right? Okay. I'm not hating on no, states no, no. I, I Statesboro. Good. I love Statesboro. I love Statesboro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Statesboro. But like, what am I supposed to do, right? Sure. Sure. But you know, it was actually a great place for me because I actually get to focus on basketball and academics. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. And uh, you know, there are great people here, like mm-hmm. like you, for example, right? Mm-hmm. You reached out to me. Now we're talking, right? So like. You just gotta find right people. That's, That's what right. I really think. That's
0: right. Yeah, I believe in that too. You know, I, I've been to a few of the games. Only a few. I don't. I don't really to get to like have too much free time. Yeah. But whenever you hit that court. Man, dude, the crowd goes nuts, man. Like, I'm like, because, like, for me, like, yeah. I, I identify with you, right? Because, yep, yep. like, I mean, honestly, like, you know, we're, we're both not that, you know, not that tall. Right. And we're both Asian. <laughs> and you step onto the court and the crowd goes <laughs> wild. It's like, yo, this is sick. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Why, why do you think that's the case? Like, how how did did, did that happen for the mo- first moment that you stepped on the court? Or what was that?
1: So I, I was actually talking to my mom about that yesterday. Okay. I was like. I don't get why these people, like, get so excited about me. Mm. Like, I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I don't know why, to be mm-hmm. honest. Well, the, the reason I think is because I'm short, mm. I'm Asian, so mm-hmm. I'm, you know, different. Mm-hmm. And uh I think they see my work ethic on the court. So those are the only things. But to be honest, I can't tell you,
0: I'm not them, you know what I mean? You know, I can maybe shed some light. You know, I think there's a juxtaposition here. And I think you hit the nail on the head. The the, the fact that you look so different than right. everybody else on the court, right? right. Um, it's like, you know, having the... The, the the token asian guy that's on the on the team yep. but i think you know more more than anything like the intensity that you bring to the court like when you step onto that court mm-hmm. people know that you're there there to play that game mm-hmm. and it's a game that you love and yep. it's a game that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and i think that that within itself like feeds through the uh the crowd so i mean i honestly every single time man like you know when you're on the court The crowd is literally like the loudest (laughs) I ever hear them. It's great. It's great. It's great. So, yeah, you've played here for the last uh, how many years? Three years. Three years. And now you are taking the next step of your basketball journey. Yep. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so um, it's first of all, it's crazy Mm because, you know, to become a professional basketball player, there's not a lot of people. To be able to say that, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, again, I wasn't thinking about being a professional player anymore. Like, after I became a Division One basketball player, I was like, oof. Like, I did it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm right, done. Right. <laughs> Goal achieved. Right. And uh, I've, I've always actually wanted to be a coach in the mm, future. Okay. So, what I was thinking was um, become a graduate assistant uh, somewhere. Maybe it was this school, because uh-huh. they actually kind of gave me an opportunity to be a GA next year because uh, I'm going to graduate in three years. Uh-huh. So, uh, agents, right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I feel you.
0: I took a little bit longer, but that's all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you? Yeah, I did, I did, I did.
0: Uh, t- t- I just took my time, I just, you know, but, but back to the story, back to the story.
1: Well, we'll talk about that yeah, later, but sure. uh, yeah, so uh, I was just going to become a, you know, GA, try to earn a master's mm-hmm. while, you know, getting the experience to coach these guys, but all of a sudden, you know, the COVID hits last year, right? Oh, okay. And uh, I couldn't, it was very weird. I couldn't, you know, practice. I couldn't be here. I had to go back home, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, what should I do, right? And uh, so during that time, a lot of coaches were doing the Zoom seminar for like just any people, right, mm-hmm. to, you know, share their knowledge and all that. So uh, <clears throat> I was just trying to learn those many things as possible during that time. And uh, I actually joined one of these Zoom seminars that was hosted by the legendary coach in Japan. Mm. And uh, at the last moment, right, I couldn't log in. Mm. I was like, well, oh, I really want to listen. So I was like, I gave a shot, like I messaged him. I was like, hey, I really want to listen, but I can't log in. hmm and I didn't think he was going to reach back to me. Like, I just, I gave up. Sure. He actually reached out to me. He was like, I'll help you. And he actually helped me out. And I got to listen to his podcast uh-huh. or the Zoom. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, like, I was so thankful again. Like, I was like, say thank you and all that. Sure. And we, you know, we got, we talked for a little bit and it was done. But a couple months later, he reached out to me saying I accepted this new position of becoming a G- GM uh-huh. of this pro team, professional team back in Japan. And he was like, well, are you interested in playing? So so at that point, did
0: he kind of like tell you, was there any conversation there that saying like, oh, I'm playing like, you know, Div- Division I in the yeah. States? So, so he knew about that a little bit. Yeah,
1: so I, I hate to be cocky, right? Yeah. But there's only very, very few Japanese players that plays Division One, bas- mm-hmm. One basketball. Like mm-hmm. I'm like the 10th guy ever. Mm-hmm. 10th? 10th guy ever. Wow. some Something like that. I'm sitting with the
0: legend oh fellows. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Not, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right, keep going. So yeah, like, not to be cocky, but sure. a lot of Japanese guys who loves basketball knows about me, right? Sure. D- doesn't actually know about me, like, you know, but heard about me. Mm-hmm. So he kind of actually kno- knew about me. And was, so that's why we just kind of talked in that. And then so, you know, a couple of months later he actually reached out to me saying that. And I was like, Yeah, like if I can play professional, you know. Sure. Even though my goal is to become a coach, sure that's my ultimate goal, you know, that would be a good resume. Of
0: of course. Playing professional basketball, like I mean, that brings like clout, right? right. Like that's a that's a awesome like thing to have on your resume.
1: Yeah, so we and then again we kept talking and talking throughout the season, you know, we kept talking and so like two months. Uh, before this, he actually reached out to me again saying, We're gonna offer you as a player, but then we're gonna have a like a youth team underneath that same organization, like a developmental team. And uh would you be interested in coach for that?
0: Dude <laughs> it's like, everything that you want. Right, exactly. You get to play professionally, yeah. you get to coach, like that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So but at that time, uh-huh, the coach from here, George Southern, actually gave me and spot to become okay. a GA for next oh, year
0: Oh so so how do you make that call
1: yeah so at that time I was like yeah I'll be a GA next year like okay. I, I so you said no to the to- fe- no 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 to- at that time I didn't have that offer oh, yet Oh, okay so I told my coach like yeah I'll be a GA mm-hmm. and then a couple of weeks later heard, he makes yeah. the offer I, so, he, you had to tell the coach. Yeah, I had to tell the coach. Oh. Yeah. I was really was scared. You were really scared? Yeah, but he was very excited for me, you know, because I can't, you know, just, you can't just be a professional player, you know. Sure. There's only few people who can right. say that. That's right. So, he was really actually excited for me. He told me that I'm always welcome, and that I should, you know, pursue my dream. Sure. So, yeah, it, it actually went, uh, I, we had a great conversation.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, you've you've kind of like been been through this entire thing and you know, you're getting all these opportunities now. What is what is next? So, you're you're planning on when are you going back to Japan?
1: Yeah, so uh I'm going to graduate first, so you know, my graduation is May 11th. Okay. So, I'll be here in road till May 11th and I'll go back to Charlotte till 26th. And now I'm out on May 26th. And then you're moving to Japan. Had, yeah. Did you
0: ever think that that was something that was in kind of like the the playbook for you? Like, is that something so, that...
1: Yeah, I've I've always actually wanted to live in Japan again, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I love my home country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the food is great. Yes, so very much so. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to go back, but I didn't think that it was going to be this early, you know. Mm. I thought I was gonna go back as a coach or something. Sure, sure. So yeah, I'm really excited, but I'm actually nervous too.
0: Uh, what are you looking for to most in in Japan besides basketball? Besides basketball, let's food. let's talk food. food. Okay, <laughs> that, sure.
1: uh, let's talk about a little about food. What what are kind of like your favorites? <laughs> My favorite food, huh? Uh. Uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot, but uh, there's a uh, this thing called karage. Okay, This like is a Yeah, yeah. Japanese I know a little style. Bit about, <laughs> I know a little bit about Asian food, man. <laughs> it's a karage, Japanese style yeah. fried chicken. That's right. And it is my favorite. That's right, that's, that's right. Very cool, very
0: cool. Um, So let's kind of like get into a, a few of the uh, details. Um, You know, a few of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, what type of advice would you give somebody? You know, and, and this yeah. is, yeah. So, like, you mentioned, like, coaching and that sort of thing. What yeah. type of advice would you give somebody that uh, is,
1: you know, um,
0: you know, trying to aim for something?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, throughout my life, I actually learned two things. And number one is just try to learn something new every day. Just one thing, right? It can be anything. It can be from YouTube. It can be from like the menu of the food, like anything, right? And then the other thing is what I call it, what's next? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you live through the life, adversity is going to hit you, right? You face adversity every single day, but you actually don't realize it until the huge adversity hits. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how you overcome those adversity. Mm-hmm. And when you can overcome those, you're going to be successful. Like mm-hmm. how you overcome those things is going to determine you how successful you're going to be. That's what I think, right? So, like, for me, the biggest adversity was coming here to the United States, not knowing anything, doesn't have any friends. But basketball helped me overcome those things, you know, and now I'm here living my dream, literally. So, like, how you overcome those adversity will determine who you are. And so, like, the opportunity for me to play professional, that was a great example, right? Because COVID hits. That was a huge adversity. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's next? What am I supposed to do? Sure. And I joined all these Zooms, right? Because I wanted to learn something new. Okay. Since I can't practice, right? That's right. Well, I'm trying to get better mentally. Sure. So that's why I joined, right? Those two things. And now I'm here because I, you know, I made that move that's to right. try to join Zoom. I tried to reach out to him because I couldn't log in. Right? So the COVID actually... It sucks, It sucks, right? COVID sucks, but it actually helped me earn this, you know? I love that. So, love that. you know, it's all about how you take things, right? So, co- yeah, COVID sucks, but you can use it to actually help you. Just don't complain about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can always find something good about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what my mom always told me, like, Let's say you hate like this certain person, right? Mm-hmm. But there's always one thing that's good about that person. Mm-hmm. So try to find those things, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just hate on them just because you hate him. Look for the positive, right, not the negative. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So that's what I learned and would love for people to just, you know, try to find those things. Man. Well,
0: Ato, like I, I really appreciate you coming to the show today. It looks like you know there's all these uh, things and challenges that you continuously face, and you're yep. con- and continuously are able to overcome. Yep. I look forward to you know seeing you on this big stage in Japan. Thank you. Um, I think that that's going to be a huge opportunity. I can't wait to see what's up for you next. Thank you, um, <laughs> uh, What else you got? I, I want
1: to hear your opinion on that though, because I in, really respect you. In terms of what, you, uh, just. What should people do in, like throughout their life, like what I said? Like. What, what what would you tell them? You
0: know, I, I think you hit uh, you hit it spot on. Um, you know, I live a life, and, and I think that the, the first step is figuring out what you want. Right. right. Right? Once you've discovered what it is that you want, then it becomes easy to figure out how to get there. But yeah. you have to have, like, a strong foundation at your core Mm -hmm. to say hey this is my goal Mm -hmm. and if this if what I'm doing doesn't serve this goal then I'm not going to do it right and having that laser-like focus Mm -hmm. is able to kind of like you move you towards that direction Mm -hmm. more so than anything else and I think that you know for me the the whole you know positivity Mm -hmm. instead of negativity is huge Mm -hmm. I I hate when people (laughs) complain (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. literally like detest it because like, and you know, there, it doesn't do anything in you. It, it, it will not make your task better right. if you're complaining, yep. right? Yep. Um, so I always try to look for the positive and, you know, I think you're you're going to make a great coach, man. Like I think that, you know, the, the more that you kind of like, you know, work with people and the more that you instill your values in mm-hmm. them, I think it's going to be a huge thing because I, it's rare to find. As, as funny as that is to say, it's like, you know, people that are passionate about what they do mm-hmm. and have a focus in, you know, what they're trying to achieve, yep. it, they're few and far between, mm-hmm. right? And and that is one of the reasons why you have risen to the top is because mm-hmm. you have that. Like, you know, the, the coaches, like, normally when someone like that is like Asian and, yeah. and, and not, not as tall comes <laughs> through the door, you're like, okay but they they hear what you have to say. Yeah. They hear like what the the passion behind your voice. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to carry you far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's good. Well, I do appreciate you coming to the show. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, you. anything uh, you want to close the the audience with? What would you what would you say to the people in Japan?
1: Uh, you know, well, it's there's a Tokyo Olympics going on right. Now. it's about to happen, okay. right? In the summer and uh Oh that's gonna be sick. Yeah, with with COVID, like we're still not sure like if it's gonna actually happen okay. or not. And uh, you know, it is rough times right now, right? With sure. COVID still. But like I said, you know, try to find things that, you know, you can do or try to like reach out with other people, connect with people like like we did today. Yeah. To, you know, find things that you didn't know about you know mm. because the more you get to know about things more relationship you will have with other people so many people mm-hmm. and you're not going to live very long right mm-hmm. so I mean, why not live life to the fullest you know that's right that's what i think that's what i that's what that's one thing i got
0: that's right that's right well i appreciate your time thank you for, so much for coming to the show uh how would people uh stay connected to you if they have you know uh if they are interested
1: Social media. Social media. Your 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 tag is Eito uh, Yuminami, Just my name. Yeah, yeah. And how you spell that? E I T O. Okay. Y U M I N A M I.
0: Cool man. Well, that's the show. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you in Japan. Uh, look forward to everything that you're about to do. Thank you, sir. Cool man. Thank you.